1: Hello? Hey. Hi. So you know when you go to a bridal shower or a baby shower and there are like those little cards where you write advice to the bride or the mom-to-be or whatever? Mm Mm-hmm. Am I the only one who panics a little bit when I'm
0: asked to conjure (laughs) up some... Sage wisdom for the bride? No, I always panic when I see those. Partly because you know you're just getting there and you're trying to like greet everyone, and then it's like, oh, I gotta think. Like I'm not in the frame of mind to like think of something. I should probably just have like one go-to thing that I write every time. Mm-hmm. But no, I always panic because I'm like, oh, I don't want to give them bad advice or or say something that's gonna like not resonate with them at all. So. I always feel a little bit of panic when I'm, when I see those things.
2: (laughs) I also feel like people kind of get a little offended or maybe I, maybe I just get offended when people give me advice about something that I'm like, I don't, that doesn't apply to me. I don't need that, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to give them this advice that they're like going to think that I'm assuming they fight all the time or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, exactly like such a personal thing. Plus, yeah. they
3: always they always have that as an activity at bridal showers for like college students, and I'm like, everyone mm-hmm. here isn't married, so they're just making stuff up.
1: Yeah, yeah, or married
3: for like six months. It's like none of them have life experience. Why? Why would you listen to any of this advice?
2: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> but it very, is funny. True. I I think at my bridal shower, I think everyone wrote down some advice, and it most of it was just funny. And yeah, mine. Is yeah, like, I got that wrote. too.
1: I can't even think of anything funny, though. I'm just terribly awkward when people yeah, ask me Yeah, I'm for always advice. a deer
3: in the headlights. Yeah. Well, advice is definitely super subjective, so we thought it would be interesting to share some of our favorite life lessons we've heard from other people. We also opened it up to you guys on Instagram and have a few of our favorites to share on here. Feel free to take what works for you and leave behind what doesn't. Speaking of which, before we start, are there any classic pieces of advice that you guys ignore?
0: Yes, I feel like speaking of like advice you get when you're first married, I feel like one I've heard a ton and it was especially when we were like newlyweds was keep dating your spouse or like make date night a priority. You know, you always need to go on dates and stuff. And I truly took that to heart where I was like, if we don't have a date night every week, (laughs) our (laughs) marriage is going to be in shambles in six months. Like this is (laughs) like, and it needs to be like a, like a formal date, like mini golf or something, you know, it can't just be mm-hmm. like watching a movie together. And mm-hmm. I don't know why that like, really, it actually ended up stressing me out a lot more than because I would see, you know, like other couples, you know, doing all these fun date nights and partly we had no money. Partly we were both just, you know, we were both still in school and young and busy. And I don't know, I just put all that pressure. I just like totally was like, We don't go on enough dates. Like this is if you don't go on dates, then your marriage falls apart. And looking back, I'm like, (laughs) that was so silly because for one thing, we spent so much time together when we were first married. We even worked together one summer. It wasn't like we didn't have time to talk. Like we were always together And now that we've been married 10 years, I'm like, okay, I think that's good advice, especially when you have kids and life gets busier and jobs and stuff and like you just don't have as much time together. I definitely think it's important to prioritize time together. I don't think it necessarily needs to be like a formal date. And maybe that totally works for some couples and they're like, yeah, that's super important for our relationship. but. I mean, I guess Dave and I just, we can just watch TV together. That's all we need to connect. No, I'm just kidding. But like, (laughs) we, I I think it's good advice, but I've just chosen to not let that stress me out and make me feel like we have to do that necessarily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another one that is similar to that that people say a lot is like always try to look good for them and try to continue to be who you were before you got married and I feel like that one is a double-edged sword because it is good to keep being the same person that you were before you got married but also I feel like sometimes I panic when I'm like not (laughs) like not at my very best I'm like yeah like I have to
0: keep being this something
1: I think that that one can be you can ignore it sometimes and yeah you'll be fine
0: well I think that's <laughs> also kind of yeah. too much pressure yeah it's too much pressure to be like still be the fun person you were because I'm like well but you're not the same person like you change you yeah. grow over time so and you that's go just through not hard really stuff realistic and yeah yeah that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself to be like I have to still be fun you shouldn't be the same at age
3: 35 that you were as like a sophomore in college or something
0: yeah, that would kind be a problem. <laughs> yeah. So when we asked you guys for feedback on Instagram, I said, share good advice, but also share if you have any like questionable pieces of advice. And it's funny that we're talking about like marriage advice because a lot of the ones I got were marriage or dating related. So the classic one, never go to bed angry. Mm. I do think that's bad advice <laughs> because I think... Mm-hmm. yeah. I spiral. um, I really Mm -hmm. spiral when I'm tired and like emotional and nothing could be worse for me than to just like keep pushing (laughs) something late into the night. That's going to just end Mm -hmm. very, very badly. I would say. Wait. um, And again, you can take or leave this. Maybe just don't talk about stressful things late at night, period. Not even if you're angry, because I think you'll end up being angry like at the end of the conversation.
1: Yeah, it's good. I think the thing is like trying to tell you not to let things fester, but yeah, you should just avoid it at night in general. If you're still mad in the morning, talk about it in the morning when you're refreshed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're not.
0: I take offense
3: at this because I had to do one of those stupid advice things at Claire's shower. And I gave the advice. I said, uh, I don't have any <laughs> advice, but I have heard the advice that it's okay to go to bed angry. And Claire made so much fun of me. <gasps> I don't know why she no. made fun of me, because that's, I had to write a piece Wait, of advice. you said it's
0: okay Sh- to go to bed angry? Uh-huh. And, 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 and you, I made fun? And you mocked me. <laughs> I've remembered it to this
3: day. <laughs> <gasps> this rings a bell, actually. And I was like, what? I was why like did I'm I mock sorry. It? I was trying to participate in your bridal shower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to need more information and context um, someone said, any advice that starts with, I know why you're single, is probably going to be bad. <laughs> I was like, Who's oh. saying that? that's like I've horrible... never heard
3: that advice. That's horrible. That's so mean. I do not <laughs> know that that was so a genre horrible.
0: That should be common sense, but that's horrible that people are saying that. <laughs> and then I thought this one was funny. One of my friends said she's heard wives say that they get $20 cash back every time they shop. Because, quote, their husbands don't want them to spend money or something. So they just like, okay, take that of out. I actually
2: thought of that, too, because I would make a lot of cash tips or whatever. And people would say, like, oh, yeah, just spend your cash. You know, just use your cash for that or whatever. And it's like, what? No, like that's so like it's secret money that doesn't know about
3: i thought maybe it was gonna end in like take 20 dollars out invest it before you know it you'll have a retirement
0: fund or something like that oh that's smart i like that that's that's, that's grace coming in with the financial advice (laughs) Mm -hmm. no that's good advice this was another piece of advice that made me laugh because i have also received this rub a little vodka on your baby's gums when they're teething to help numb the pain. And I, when I was on a flight, I was on a really bad flight with one of my kids who was crying, crying. And it was one of those situations where it was like all hands on deck. Like the entire flight was like trying to help. It's actually very sweet. Knock on wood. I've only had people be nice when my kids are having a hard time. And I've heard like horror stories. So I've been very lucky. But this one lady (laughs) just walked up, and put her arms out, like, for me to give her the baby. And she's like, here, I'll hold her. And I was like, okay. I don't know what I what I was thinking. It was a red eye. I was very tired. Well, it's tired. hard to say I no just, when they're so forced. Exactly. Out. Someone's that. demanding your baby. She's all business. But I was like, That's, that doesn't bode well for, like, if someone's actually, like, trying to abduct one of my kids or something. But I was like, we're in an enclosed space. Like, they can't go anywhere. So I just gave her to her. And then I just followed them to the back of the plane. She marched back to the galley. And she was, like, trying to jostle her. And I... You know, you know the situations where you're like, it's not gonna help, but like you're trying to. I was like, fine, I'll let her like try to calm her down. She's not gonna calm down, and she's like, you know, when I was growing up, my mom used to put a little vodka in my bottle. You know, just just just, just a little something to in help. The bottle and that's I, worse than putting and it on I, I, their gums. I know. Yeah, a little in the bottle, and at first I was kind of like, oh, hee hee. and she like kept bringing it up. She's like, you know, just a little bit, mind, just have something to think about, yeah. and I was like. <laughs> I'm what? not going to do that. Like and flight, finally the flight attendant and I said I was like no, I I can't do that and the flight attendant was like there's no way we would let you do that. <laughs> I was like yeah, like <laughs>
3: okay. and that finally
0: the flight attendant saying that like made her stop suggesting it. But I was like please don't add to an already stressful hilarious. situation by suggesting that I That sounds like yeah, my like worst
1: nightmare, like a stranger trying to goad me to do something. <laughs>
2: Yeah, (laughs) I feel like most baby advice is pretty touchy. Like I just, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, unless someone specifically asked me for tips about this or that baby issue, I probably just wouldn't even (laughs) offer it because yeah, because yeah,
1: every baby is different. And it's kind of like you're Mm -hmm. assuming that the mom is doing a bad job and isn't, you know, doesn't know what she's doing when you Mm -hmm. just freely offer advice. I agree. But I
2: feel
0: like people have For such the record, I like
2: to receive baby advice, but I know like a lot of people don't, so I just <laughs>
0: kind of... You like to receive to- random baby advice? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh. And oh. super easily like, I, offended. I find it helpful. <laughs> I don't think she takes it <laughs> I don't, like, personally. Yeah, I don't
2: really take it personally. It's like, obviously, my baby is crying. So if you have advice, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> I do feel like baby advice is tricky just because people have such different parenting philosophies sometimes, you know, and it's like your most precious mm-hmm. venture of life is raising your kids, obviously. So you're not going to, I don't know. It's just so much more high stakes than like any other scenario. But I'm the same way. Like if someone asks me for parenting advice, I'm happy or not necessarily parenting, but like baby advice, I'm happy to give it. But at baby showers, I usually just say it gets easier. That's like my go to piece yeah. of baby <laughs> advice. Nice. Like, it's it will nice get even easier if it's from not, not true. <laughs> it's not always good. I think it's true. I think, I think you get stronger as a mom. That's mm-hmm. honestly the truth. I don't know if parenting gets easier. I just think you you adapt <laughs> and like so it feels easier after a while. I think it fluctuates, <laughs> but that's not very comforting to hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when parents of teens are like, wait till they're a teenager, I'm like, no, 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 no. Please don't tell me that. That's actually the last yeah, thing I need to so hear. Yeah, that's so annoying. <laughs> I do not need to hear that right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst advice.
3: That's yeah, classic uh, advice. Actually, I, I hear that all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just wait till they're a teenager or like enjoy every minute it goes by so fast and then like don't add to like my stress of like i need to savor every moment yeah you know like that's, that's like the, sad that's like about the date this. night of parenting advice mm-hmm. uh-huh. exactly it just adds stress to like an already a situation where you already know it's going to go by fast so like you don't have to keep telling me okay what about tips that have worked really well for you guys Well, like we said, advice is so subjective. So like if there's something that works for you, awesome. If there's something that doesn't, you can ignore it. But I would say a piece of advice I received that has like always stuck with me is when I was in my first year of teaching school. So I did a teaching internship instead of student teaching. So instead of just teaching for a semester in another teacher's classroom, You teach for a full year and you have your own classroom and you make half salary, which looking back, I'm like, I think that was just a way for them to get like super cheap teachers. But I was excited to do it because I wanted to get paid half salary and I loved having my own classroom, but it's obviously like really kind of stressful to like pretty much just jump in you know and Mm -hmm. in my teaching classes and college they really really stressed that like for the first day of class like you need to have everything figured out you need to have your grading system you need to have your Mm -hmm. whole you know syllabus for the entire year planned out you need to have your procedures and your classroom management and everything needs to be completely like codified by the first day which obviously understandably the university wants to send out interns prepared and like they want to look good you know so of course they want us to be prepared but that just totally stressed me out that like okay I have to have like every single thing figured out by the first day so I had a mentor teacher at my school that was assigned to like you know be my mentor obviously and like help me along the way and she had her own classroom but like I could just ask her questions and stuff so she came in like on the prep some of the prep days like the week before the first day and was like okay like how are you thinking you're gonna handle you know this and that and I I was asking her like okay so this is what percentage I'm gonna weight everything and this is how I'm gonna handle you know kids turning in papers and this this is how I'm gonna handle late work do you think this sounds good and she was like Yeah. She was like, honestly, it's all going to be trial and error. Like your first year is just going to be trial and error. There's no way that you can know if something's going to work until you try it. And she was like, so it's okay. And I was like, well, Don't you think that if I switch like the way I do things, that's going to confuse the students? And she's like, not really. You can just tell them like this. We tried this and it's not really working. So here's how I'm going to change it. And she was like, they'll understand. But it's better to try it and realize it's not working and change it than to, you know, insist on doing something that's not working the entire year. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really good advice. Like just her approach was so much more. It gave me permission to experiment and to actually learn what worked instead of just trying to do things exactly like they taught me in college. And I just have carried that. I think, I don't know, sometimes it's maybe a little bit of a pride thing of like admitting I was wrong or like, oh, the way I thought to do things actually didn't really work. But I've I've always remembered that and like with parenting, that's helped me a lot too to realize, oh, sometimes I can try like a certain discipline or a certain approach and even from child to child, it might not work. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to admit that I was wrong and be like, hey, guys, we're actually going to change how we're doing this or "Or I'm sorry, I, I should have handled that better and... We're going to try something different. And so I don't know. I think just realizing like in any venture in life, there's no way to know how things are going to work until you try it. So you kind of just have to dive in and try it and then it's okay to... Readjust like later on.
3: Mm -hmm. And people are so oblivious in general. You know, like if if I were to look back on my teachers in high school, I wouldn't have known that they had a discipline Mm
2: -hmm. strategy
3: or whatever, like any of this stuff,
0: or with parenting. You
3: know, I don't think people would even notice because they're kind of just going along doing their own thing.
0: So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think the majority of seventh graders do not probably notice if the teacher changes things around on the syllabus or something. They don't, they don't, they don't
1: even notice if a teacher is disciplining.
0: (laughs) That's exactly Exactly. (laughs) but you're right. I think we feel like people are gonna think that I screwed up or I wasn't prepared or I didn't think things through fully. And it's like, no, it's okay to like change course a little bit. No one and you're right, no one actually cares. That's maybe best advice. No one cares as much as you (laughs) about what you're wearing—that That is good advice. How you look, how your house looks. No one's looking at you. Exactly.
1: Um, Does anyone else have one? Yeah, I have two that I do not follow, but that I think are good (laughs) advice. When I have followed them, yeah, Um, (laughs) when I have followed them, they have been very effective, but I'm just still working on it. One is to treat college like a full-time job. I feel like This is common advice, but it's true. Like if you get up and you're on campus by 9 a.m. at least every morning and you study and do your classes until 5 p.m. I did do this for a little while and then I fell off the bandwagon, but it's really effective. And I think that honestly, with anything in my life, if I was just like nine to five, I'm going to be very productive and do only productive things. I would be so effective. Mm-hmm. But
0: that's the kind of that is very good advice. Um I could count on one hand the number of times I followed that in college. It was more of a like 11 a.m. to like 12 a.m. kind of schedule. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) with like some social media breaks Mm -hmm. intermixed and like random activities with various people, weird times. Yeah, it's it's hard in college, but. It is good advice mm-hmm. to to it try is. to stick to. And then the other one always comes from mom. I can't even count the number of times that she's given me this advice. And I always am like, I know mom. I already <laughs> I already do that. <laughs> it's always a lie. I never I never do this. But she always tells me when there's like something that I don't want to do to just set a timer for like twenty mm-hmm. minutes and just mm-hmm. do it every Mom day loves timers. 20 minutes a day she mm-hmm. loves oh timers and I actually like a couple times I've done this because I don't know if you guys have used the Pomodoro timer Mm-mm. have you ever used oh, that yeah. app no no. it's like 20 minutes on and then you get a 5 minute break and you repeat that cycle for like 3 or 4 times and then you get like a a 20 minute break and it's super effective it actually is it makes me so productive but Ooh, I never cool.
0: do it. I'm gonna try Again. that
1: Hmm. yeah it's really it's really good
0: i
3: hate that you know do something for 15 minutes or for 20 minutes advice because she always says and i've heard this from other places too like once you get started and the timer goes off You'll be having a good time. and You'll just want to keep doing it. Yeah, that part that's, is not true. Well, it's true for me. And that's what stops me from doing it because I, I did it once and I learned if I start for 20 minutes, I'm going to be doing this for <laughs> the next couple hours. And that's what I don't want to do right now. <laughs> I'm not going to start. Yeah.
2: You're like, no, I know yeah, what's going to happen. You actually take the break.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's I'm so funny. I'm like, this funny. is going to trick me. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be tricked. I don't want to be Even tricked. Even if it's by myself. That's
2: so funny. I have a, a very specific story about some advice that I got um, because I was asking, I always have to ask Matt for examples whenever we're sharing stories or examples or something because I just can never remember. So I was like, what's some advice I've gotten? And he was like, you got some advice to marry someone who was not just book smart, but also street smart. And I was like, What? <laughs> Told you that advice? advice? And he was referring to a letter that he had written me <laughs> when he was on his mission. What? Which, like, <gasps> we didn't seriously write. I think we probably wrote, like, two letters back and forth just as, like, friends. And I was at BYU, and he was like, when you're surrounded by all these book smart BYU guys, don't forget to also be looking for someone who's street smart because book smarts are no good if they can't apply them. Oh, that's so I funny. Forgot about that. That's but. actually really funny. <laughs> I cute.
0: would say Matt is very street smart. He he is. So that's smart. that's a very that's actually that was good advice on his part for sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Matt has some sage
1: wisdom. Mm-hmm.
3: He him. does. I was does. actually gonna. He's
1: kind of like an old man.
3: Say, yeah, he gave me some good advice <laughs> that I was considering saying, but it's also kind of specific. So I don't, he just said, if you are thinking about like a job that you want to go on LinkedIn and search for it and then look at people and see what their past work experience. You can see like what mm-hmm. jobs they had leading up to it. That's so, that, so smart. Can, That's really good. You can see, you know, like the path to get to where you want to go, mm-hmm. which I thought was oh, I'm totally gonna do that. super good advice. Yeah,
2: if you want financial advice, career advice or dating advice, just
0: mm-hmm. ask Matt. <laughs> we should have him on. We should have an Ask Matt segment like on the pod. Oh my God. <gasps> can you imagine? Yeah. That would be so would funny. Love so speaking of street smart, he loves <laughs> when people ask for advice. Of the four of us, who's the most street smart? I don't no. think any no. of us are. Are Grace. any, are any no. of us? Yeah, street Grace smart? is street smart. Great.
1: Grace has the financial stuff. She's got the career stuff. She's well. We all we mm-hmm. all have our own. I guess, Things, but if Grace if has if like car company, knowledge. I don't know. Bike <laughs> she knowledge. Has dog knowledge. Gardening knowledge. Dog Fishing. knowledge.
3: Mm-hmm. fishing when i'm thinking street smarts i'm thinking like on the streets mm-hmm. which i don't have but as like it's like job knowledge i guess i have that but i would not say maybe any of us are street smart. i was gonna
0: say i don't think yeah any none of us are. us are
1: actual street smart that's very true
3: <laughs> if i were if someone were like lost in a foreign country i would want to be with claire maybe Thank you. <laughs> so I was just gonna say you would kind of push push around and get things done. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that's
1: that's very true, Claire is she's a person that takes action. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. wouldn't maybe call that Well, that's kind of street smart, it's just I des- guess. It's a quiet
0: desperation <laughs> when like, <laughs> someone needs
1: to act.
0: But yeah, I don't know that I'd say I'm street smart. I make a lot of stupid mistakes. A lot. We should have a, a mistakes episode where we can all like share our worst mistakes. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, <nice>. fun. <fine. laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll never do that. I did. But
1: it. Yeah. Speaking of getting vulnerable, <laughs> speaking of getting vulnerable. Exactly.
0: <laughs> many,
3: many of my mistakes have been public. So I mm-hmm. can do that
0: episode. <laughs> um Okay. Does anyone else have any good advice before I, we dive into sharing some that you guys shared on Instagram? You guys, meaning the listeners. Uh, no. Okay. Um, so some of these were really, really good. Well, they all are. So I'm going <laughs> to read them off and you guys can chime in. You are in charge of your own happiness, which I've also heard a saying I've heard that I like is make your own sunshine. And I Mm. think that's a good one just to remember, especially we're going back to like marriage advice that like at the end of the day, you are still in charge of your own happiness, even when you're married or, you know, like you are the one that needs to speak up for yourself and change things to fit your needs. It's it's your job.
3: That one's a hard one because it sounds very like it's just the type that gets thrown around a lot. And so it's hard to remember that like that's actually, you know, like, it's actually mm-hmm. good advice. Like, that is really good advice. Mm-hmm. But it's the type that it looks like it could be on a poster or something. Totally. So yeah, no, <laughs> It's good to remember, like,
1: no, it's real. Mm-hmm. It is good to remember, though, because I feel like, I am the person who makes myself most sad. <laughs> like, whenever I'm like, why am I sad? It's really just in my head. Or I'm mad at someone, but really it's in control. And I like remembering that I can also make myself happy. If I can make myself sad, I can make myself happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: oh, no. And it does sound, I think it does sound like poster ish, kind of like, just think positive. But I think the literal meaning is no, if you need to make like decisions, make Choices. If this is not working for me, I need to choose something different. Or, like, I have a little bit of the touch of the martyr. <laughs> and I you think don't say. I think there's times when. I'm just kind of put upon like, well, this is just my situation. You know, (laughs) I have to do so many things for other people or, you know, whatever. Like (laughs) I've overcommitted myself or whatever the case may be. You know, it's all kinds of different things throughout life. But kind of like, well, this is just I have such a crazy week this week. And it's like, well, what do you need to change? You know, and like you have the power to make some changes. You can't change everything, but you do usually have some level of control over your life. So I think that's a good piece of advice i like this Mm -hmm. one a lot too don't make big problems out of little problems because i think Mm -hmm. everyone has i feel that a lot with parenting where i'll see things and i'll be like oh no i see this habit or my kids in this phase and it's like it's probably not going to amount to being like a huge issue so Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. i also think that's really good for like marriage or just relationships Mm in general Especially I feel like when you're first married, it's easy to just take everything as a sign about Mm -hmm. your future. Like if your spouse or your boyfriend or whatever does one little thing you don't like, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, is this what I'm going to be dealing with for the rest of my Mm -hmm. life? It's like, no, (laughs) it's not. Like give it two weeks and that's probably not even going to be an issue And as someone who's pretty non-confrontational, I really like this one because I'm like, is it worth bringing up something that isn't really a big deal? I don't think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, along those same lines is this one. It says, don't only support your spouse on the good days, support them on the bad days too. Everyone has bad days. And I think mm-hmm. that kind of goes along like hand in hand, with, like people are allowed to have bad days and that includes kids too. Like kids are also allowed to have bad days. Even adults have meltdowns. Like sometimes we hold kids to higher standards than we do adults. We all have bad days, yeah. we all have bad moments and Everyone deserves to have people that they can have a bad day and, like, will still love them and forgive them through it.
3: It's a good thing to think about even just, like, in a job, you know, like, with relationships that aren't necessarily, like, super meaningful to your life, but... Mm you're working with people every day and like bosses have meltdowns mm-hmm. or they say things and you're like, okay, so they don't value my contribution. <laughs> you get like in your head about like, one mm-hmm. little thing that you turn it into that they don't care about the work that you're doing and, you know, all these different things. And it's like, if you just kind of take a step back and be like, oh, they're just, you know, having a bad day. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with me. It's a lot mm-hmm. easier to just let that go mm-hmm. and not create like a whole <laughs> like work drama where you have to get a new job or something like that. So yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, very true. Mm hmm. It's funny. These kind of feed into each other. Another one was everyone is doing the best they can. So give grace. And there is a quote from Brene Brown that I really like. It says people are hard to hate up close or people are hard to hate close up. Excuse me. And I feel like when you really get to know people. If you really truly get to know someone, you always end up understanding like where they're coming from. even if they're mm-hmm. even if they're not perfect and even if they're doing things that you disagree with or are hurtful, it's not saying you have to just like accept everything about everybody. but you can usually understand like what's causing the behavior or you know, like there's usually some kind of hurt or insecurity or something mm-hmm. or a trial, you know going on. And I just think that's always good advice to forgive people.
1: I'm going to keep this very anonymous because, and I doubt that this person will ever listen to this or even know that I'm talking about them. But in high school and elementary school a little bit, there was a person who was pretty rude to me and um, especially in high school. And I recently found out that right before freshman year, which is when it mostly like this person was rude and kind of mean to me, their dad died. And I did not know that until this year. And all this time I've been like, that person is so mean. I will never like this person. But that just made my heart so sad like that they had that. And it it happened in front of them. And I can't even imagine. So I definitely think that's true.
0: Everyone is going through something. Everyone has stuff. Mm -hmm. Everyone Mm -hmm. has stuff they're dealing with for sure. And then the last one that I, I love this one. when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. I think that's a really good one for I like, like prioritizing. Mm-hmm. Because that's really good. I think sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm the exception to the rule. I can handle it. Like, I can do that. That's realistic. And it's like, everything <laughs> is just a series of choices. And it's kind of empowering to think of it that way. It almost gives you permission to say no to things because it's like, no, because I want to choose something else. It's not just like you keep having mm-hmm. to add, add, add to your plate. There's no such thing mm-hmm. as like a bottomless <laughs> plate. You have to yeah. get rid of some things at some point. And I'm really bad at this, but I I do like this kind of advice because I've realized I have a tendency to think I can handle more than I can. And then the people that suffer are Dave and the kids. And they're the people that I have the highest commitment to. Like they should get the best of me instead of just like the burnt leftovers, you know. So it's giving me a little (laughs) bit more permission to be like, no, that's going to end up in me being like frazzled and grumpy and stressed. And that's not Mm going to be good Mm -hmm. for any of us.
2: And rest is really important. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of studies about that recently and you have to protect your own free time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to be rewarded with free time. You have to say no to some things if you're going to get any rest or relaxation.
1: Yeah. This advice is actually helping me right now because I feel like (laughs) I don't do that at all. (laughs) Yeah, this is good advice. It's affirmed. It's
3: even good advice if you have a tendency to underextend yourself, like I sort of do, (laughs) because I can sort of read it in the way of saying, like, think about before you say yes or no to something, what you're giving up by doing it. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes to me, what I'm giving up is one hour of my free time on a day that I already have like three or four hours of free time. (laughs) And so it's like, yeah, I really could say yes to that and it would help somebody out. I can think about someone other than myself, Mm -hmm. but it also works for people who overextend
0: themselves. That's very
2: true. Yeah, it's good advice for either type.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much to those of you that shared. That was really fun to read everyone's good and bad advice. We know advice is super subjective. So, you know, take it or leave it. If you'd like some unsolicited advice, as we say in our introduction, I'm probably the best at it. I don't know. What would you guys say? Who gives the most unsolicited Mm -hmm. advice? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Before we started recording this episode, I think I gave like everyone some unsolicited so advice. So much <laughs> unsolicited advice. But we so, love it. We love that about I you. know. I'm sorry. I apologize. I would like to issue a formal apology to everyone on the airwaves who I have given unsolicited advice <laughs> to. I'm trying to rein it in. I really am because I know that it can be obnoxious. I'm working on that. Before we head into Weekly Wins, we got a new review this week. So I wanted to read that. Thank you so much, Kay Dockham. We know who you are. (laughs) Kay Dockham writes, Never stop this podcast or I will haunt all of you. (laughs) I said what I said. You can never quit podcasting this show. I know you all live for the shout out count, but if anyone is getting a personal shout out, it's Mark and Karen. Their cameo episodes are five stars. (laughs) So That's as so much as I'm hurt that. that they got a shout out before I did, thank you so 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 much. Honestly, the reviews like make our week. Mm-hmm. That was so yeah, nice thank of you.
3: you. Yeah, that was a great review. Really called us out on the on the shout out count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's do weekly wins.
0: I am going to share a little doodad that has really changed my life. And I've had it for a long time, so it's not really new, but I realized I've never talked about it on here. So, you know, it's summer and it's funny. I've actually been packing lunches more in the summer than I had in the winter just because Ella was homeschooled this year. So I didn't have to pack lunches as often. But with summer, you know, when we're like, going out and about and I'm packing up a lunch for like an outing. My kids do not like the crusts on their sandwiches. And i that's one of those things, speaking of my piece of advice earlier about it's okay to change things up. I swore I would be the kind of mom that just fed my kids healthy things and they just would learn to love them. And I wouldn't cater to picky eating. And, you know, I thought that that would be me. I was like, if I just feed them sliced red bell peppers when they're eight months old, they would grow up loving them. Like That's how it
3: works. Mm -hmm. That's all they'll get. So that's all they'll know.
0: That's all they'll know. Exactly. So I have morphed into a mom who cuts crusts off. It just is what it is. And I ended up buying like a little Uncrustables maker. You can cut it and then it crimps the edges of the sandwich. And I don't know what it is. I've never actually had a real Uncrustable, but something about squishing the edges together, it's almost like it forces all of the jelly and peanut butter into the middle and it's somehow better than a normal peanut butter and jelly, even as an adult. (laughs) I love a homemade Uncrustable. So it's a fun little gadget and it's made life easier.
2: Claire gave one to me for my birthday. (laughs) And I love it. And I made a toasted one. <gasps> Ooh. Where I like, you know, made the uncrustable and then I toasted the outsides Ooh. and it was it was really good. Did you put That's it in incredible. your toaster?
0: Um, no, I put I did it on the stove. Oh, I was gonna say that would be like, what if the jelly started dripping or something? That's hilarious that you toast <laughs> She's it's a gonna get some unsolicited. <laughs> some unsolicited unsolicited safety advice. You do not want to put an uncrustable on the
1: toaster. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing because Honestly, if your kids don't like crust, they might never like crust because I still rip all the crusts off everything. Oh my I word. bite around cookies. <laughs> I eat the crust, but I rip them Would off first and
0: I bite around the cookies so that it's only oh, middle. Yeah. You guys and your melty, you all do that, that melty goo ball in the middle of a cookie because mm-hmm. Anne does that too. <laughs> and you just, yeah, do. We're like little tiny children with like <laughs> eating the edges I first. never
2: thought that was weird. It's
0: very weird.
2: Okay, my weekly win would be traveling with Matt because I have to, I kind of have to like repent because I was kind of cursing his name a little bit and I remember, I remember like observing this growing up that sometimes men are not super helpful with the preparations for the trip (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it can be very frustrating and so... (laughs) I was feeling like I'm doing everything, like I'm packing everything and I'm doing all this work and putting all this thought into it. And I'm really carrying the mental load of this trip. And then, (laughs) as soon as we like get to the airport, I lose all of my powers and like Matt steps up and he completely takes care of Hazel. He's so calm. He doesn't get stressed if she cries on the plane. He just pats her and walks around with her till she falls asleep. He holds her the whole time. I don't have to do anything. And I kind of feel like a little bit of a loser mom (laughs) because I'm like, everyone who's watching this hasn't seen all the preparation that I've done for Mm -hmm, this (laughs) trip. They probably just see me completely taking a back seat. So I do get a little bit like embarrassed, but People
0: love to see an involved dad, though. You don't Mm -hmm. need to worry about that. I'm like, people
2: probably just think like, oh, that's so nice and so cute. And it it is. I'm like, okay, we actually make a great traveling team. Yeah,
0: you're a good Mm -hmm. duo. It's like Christmas where like the mom is typically, typically, not always, but often Mm -hmm. the one carrying the mental load of the holiday season and doing (laughs) all of the prep and planning. And then when it comes to Christmas Eve, Christmas, it's often the dad is like, putting together the dollhouse and hauling the bag of garbage outside. And that's what partnership is all about, like a a give and take. (laughs) There was one time when I think it was our
2: first trip with Hazel, and Matt was like, I think I'm just, I'm not going to bring my backpack. And I was like, do you have some other bag, a messenger bag or something? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I just, I don't need to carry anything on. I'm just going to bring my suitcase. And I was like... (laughs) Excuse me! <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I was like, "You think you're not gonna have to bring anything in your backpack?" For Hazel, that's on the plane? so funny. I was like, "No, no, 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 no! You're taking all we, stuff. yeah, we are you're taking. We blanket, are stuffing like,
0: these bags to the brim with all of the stuff we could possibly need." <laughs> yeah, that's it. So was funny. clear, you know, who was carrying the mental load
2: at the time, but then he really steps up, and I can't complain. <laughs>
1: So my weekly win, unfortunately, is not a recommendation. I'm just rubbing it in everyone's face that we went to one last show at the Bar J. Wranglers, which is like this little, it's like a country um, music show. And they give you like you get dinner beforehand, like a classic country meal. It's in Jackson Hole. And it was so much fun. They're closing this year because the dad who founded it, he's very old. And they're all pretty old. So <laughs> they're like, it's time to quit. And, but Aww. it's such a heartwarming show. They do a tribute to the troops. And that's always so emotional. They always we sing. We love like, a tribute to the troupe. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> they do horrible jokes. But other than that, they have this fiddler that has won multiple world fiddling championships and stuff. It's very wow. impressive and it's super fun. They're sold out for the summer, but. If you happen to be in Jackson Hole, uh, <laughs> just you'll never them have them another get, chance. It's over forever. Out and it's never happening it's never again. Ever happening ever again. Back. You have no chances to see it. But I just wanted everyone to know how good it was.
0: <laughs> I'm sad because I looked it up and it looks like support the troops and jokes. And there was something else you said that I w- oh a fiddler. Yeah. That sounds like Claire's like slam dunk. And I'm just like <laughs> super sad. <laughs> it looks cute. It was founded by Babe Humphrey in 1977. So yeah, they've been going a long time. That's super cute.
1: They're so good.
3: Well, my weekly win is very accessible. It's a (laughs) pizza recipe.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
3: This pizza dough that mom and dad, they were going to make it when I was visiting and then there was just too many other things going on, but they sent me the recipe and it turned out so good. It was like, you heat up your oven really hot, you know, and only cook it for like five minutes. And then you broil it for a little bit. So it cooks up really fast, but it has the, you know, sort of charred crust and it's all puffy. Ooh, yummy. It's super good. So we can now post the recipe on... Hopculturepod.com, which we mentioned
0: in our last episode. Is yes. Now we actually have real show notes. So you guys should go check it out because they are super awesome. And we can get back in the habit of saying check the show notes because I think we all just fell out of that habit. <laughs> uh-huh. Because there yeah. so were none. There's not actually show notes. <laughs> <It's> quietly like <laughs> drifted <laughs> off. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we just trailed off. But we're back in force. So please check out our website.
1: Okay. I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week. So follow hopculturepod for more fun. See you next week.